Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality. Hey guys. Hi again. Welcome back to a new episode of She's in a Pod. Thank you to everyone who supports, likes, shares. Um, We really, really appreciate it. Sometimes it can be a bit discouraging sometimes and you just feel like, who's listening to us? Yeah, and I mean, I think that's what's really helped us kind of get back on track when people started asking us, you know, where are you? When's your next episode? And I think little moments like that really do encourage you and it's, yeah, we really do appreciate it. So thank you so much for everyone who has been listening, some of our new listeners um, yes. and all the people who've been supporting us really we really appreciate it so thank you very much thanks guys um yeah so we didn't even introduce ourselves yeah so-, <laughs> so hey guys i am shade shade you guys already know me i am your one and only female boss babe i'm one joking, and only, one and only. <laughs> but you know i'm just trying to level up in all areas of my life right now yes i'm loving it 20, 20, 25. Yes, 10, 25 guys. So, yeah. Your party was amazing, though. Oh, like, thank if you. It, oh, my gosh. For people who are listening, who <laughs> went to the party, you would know what I'm talking about. Her, but her entrance, oh, oh my God. <laughs> thank you. I was starting to think, like, who is she? Oh, <laughs> really? Yeah. She? In the moment, when you're doing, like, when you're having a party, you just think of so much stuff and you don't actually enjoy it. But I made up my mind to enjoy that party. I was just like, yeah. I'm you seem like myself. you really enjoyed it. And you looked myself. absolutely amazing, oh, like thanks, a queen. Guys. Like, it was really, it was really good. <laughs> thanks, girl. Um, Do you want to introduce yourself? Yeah. Um, so you've been doing some boss babe things. You know, I'm trying, I'm trying, you know. Love it. Um, oh, tell us about it. Yeah, so... I'm Jennifer, for those who knew. And, yeah, I've been doing a lot of speaking engagements. Love it. I so I did the recent one at Goldsmiths University, um, where we were talking about girls in politics and feminism in schools. Um, so it was really a good opportunity for me to talk about some of the things I've done in the past regarding gender equality and just trying to bring She Aspires, my brand, to the forefront and engage with the younger generation because I think that's that's where it begins now isn't it like we're getting older and if we don't inform the younger generation I don't think we've really stand a, a chance mm. you know for the future so yeah that's kind of what I've been up to what else have I been doing just been working really I mean working at my job and trying to keep she aspires afloat. I mean, this mm. this is not easy. Kudos it's to not. anyone who's doing the nine to five and six to 
Was it six eleven? Six eleven, seven to no nine to five, five to nine something. Five to nine. I, I think nine. I think the hours has gone up. You know, <laughs> yeah. because it is not easy. <laughs> and technically, nine to five is not a nine to five because, but you leave your house at like seven, you get home at like seven, so actually yeah. seven to seven. It's like a whole twelve-hour shift. Yeah, yeah, that's a lot. So but yeah, even moving to London, trying to juggle both can be really challenging. But mm. I think because I'm so passionate about inspire london and everything that it stands for and seeing people's lives become better through the platform that's what kind of keeps me going so yeah but anyway guys yeah we have a very interesting topic for you today yeah so we will be talking about embarrassing period moments yeah and what really inspired me was when i came across a page called free periods on instagram and it's a it's a movement that was founded by amika george where they get women to share their period stories and really get the different perspectives um from people so yeah and i thought do you know what we all have a period story mm-hmm. most of us do yeah. and you know some of us have had it really smooth and some of us had really had to learn the hard way <laughs> so um yeah that's what we're going to be talking about today and some other embarrassing um moments as well so if you want to join the conversation definitely check out their page and follow their hashtag as well and share your own story so their hashtag is at free period stories on instagram and on twitter so let's yeah, get into it. Let's get into it. All right, cool. So, um, when did you start your period oh, and how did it happen? So, I started my period the summer between year six and year seven. And it was, yeah, it was during summer and I was about 10. So, I was really young. And thank goodness I knew about periods because obviously we did sex education in year six and stuff. So, I like knew about it. But it, obviously when it happened, it was just a shock because you're never really prepared enough for it to start because you're never really expecting it to kind of come. So anyway, I was just in the toilet, I went to the toilet, pulled down manicures, and then I see blood. And I'm just like, okay, um, I guess I've started my period. Mm. <laughs> it was a bit of a shock. I was taken aback a bit because yeah. I just wasn't expecting it. I mean, were you, were you told like about periods like at home yeah as well like to kind of prep you for it yes my mama kind of told me about it but i think she was kind of waiting for me to start before she gives me like the lowdown and everything okay yeah but like i knew so i knew that you had to have you had to um buy sanitary towels i knew that tampons was an option and all of this and luckily my mom was actually in the day Mm -hmm. that i started my period so i just went to her room and i was just like oh mom i think i've started my period (laughs) (laughs) Wow, and how yeah. did she take it? Like, yeah, well, she was relaxed. I mean, she's a grown woman, so and she yeah. was expecting this anyway. Mm. So yeah, when it happened, it kind of just happened. And um, we went to buy sanitary towels. She had some as well, and then we went to buy some. We looked at the different types that we had. Okay, um, yeah, a little bit of there's the super long ones, there's winged, non-wings. By the way, I don't see the point of non-winged. Yeah, it can't... I, just, I just don't, it's not secure, it's not you secure. know? So. I don't, and I don't get what the downside is by having wings. I don't even get why there's an option. I, I think people are just... They're trying to make it as light as possible. Yeah, like, but it doesn't change anything. Like, mm, do you know no, I agree, it yeah. It doesn't feel any different. So I don't get why there's a difference yeah do you know what i mean i don't know it could just be me maybe just to make more money i suppose mm-hmm. <laughs> who knows so yeah my parents story wasn't like anything extraordinary mm-hmm. it was pretty 
standard. But yeah, man. Yeah. What about you? When so, did you start? And uh, do you know what? How I was think that? We, not too far off from you. So I started in year seven, towards the end of year seven. So okay. I, I was 12 years old. Yeah. 12 years old. And I was actually abroad oh, uh, in Belgium. No, it wasn't a holiday, so I went over to see my family oh, in yes, Belgium. Oh, yes, yes. Yeah. Speaking Flemish, right? <laughs> no, speaking Flemish at that time. No, yeah. <laughs> if you don't um, get that joke, guys, listen to our first one, episode, yeah. <laughs> and you'll get why Flemish is such a big deal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I was, I was, where was I? I think, so I was at my uncle's house. Oh, God. Oh so I was at my uncle's house, and I just felt something really wet. Like, I was like, did I just wet myself? But no, I couldn't have because I didn't have to go. So, so I was really confused. Quite heavy then. Yeah, it was quite heavy actually. Mm. And I went to the toilet and I saw, you know, oh, there's blood. And the thing is, I knew about Perizzo like you. They taught us about it briefly in school. And my mom, I think she briefly spoke to me about it, but not in depth for me to like really take, not take it serious, but like I just, I wasn't thinking about it. Mm. I wasn't even expecting it for some reason. That's how naive I was. <laughs> and... Yeah, then I came to my mom and was like, Mom, there's blood. <laughs> I said, Mom, there's blood on my, on my pants. And she was like, oh my God, so you started your period. Aww. I was like, yeah, Mom. And then she, this was like late at night as well. Okay. So we didn't have, there was, my uncle he didn't have no pads or anything yeah, like that. Yeah, so um, I had to do very old school and use <laughs> tissue. <laughs> I oh use tissue. Guys, let us know if you used tissue before. I have on many occasions. Yeah. Even until today, because you know some girls they just carry their pads around. Yeah. I don't, and I really should. Maybe I actually should. Yeah, I think sometimes it's just like oh, it's not it's gonna come today. Yeah, exactly. It's like nah, it's fine. And then it just comes like even my latest period for this month, it started way earlier mm. than I anticipated. I was telling all my girls because it started just before my party. Oh I was good. Because it usually comes middle of the month. So I thought, yeah, it's gonna come after my party, after my birthday, it's fine. Yeah. And it didn't. So I That's was, annoying. I was so <laughs> gutted. Thankfully, on my actual party day, it wasn't heavy. That's but good. it was just so annoying. I'm just yeah. like, oh, That's thing. like the worst thing when you're planning a holiday as yeah. well. Oh, oh my gosh. gosh. Me and the girls like, we're like, oh my gosh. Um, when are you starting your period? Mm. Do you think it'll be done before then? And we're like, oh, trying to like work our way around it. Because yeah. at the end of the day, if your period's going to come, it's going to come. Yeah. You can't really stop it, really. But unless... You can use those period delay tablets. Yes. Unless I, unless you do I that. I use them. I'm not and how was it then? It was fine. It was... But when you get your period, though, like, it was so does okay. it come heavy? It was okay. So for some people say, you know, everyone's body's different. Everyone works differently. So for me, it was pretty normal. And it delayed it for, what, one month? No, no, no. It delayed it for just that week that I was away. And then really? as soon as I wanted it to come again, I just stopped taking the tablets. And where, it was, it was where really do you get the tablets from? Sorry, I'm so intrigued because oh, I... Was like, I got it prescribed. But you can just get it off over the counter now, actually. Yeah, because yeah. we were thinking about that. But, you know, some of my friends are a bit sceptical about that. Yeah, I mean, so... anything, anything that kind of tam- like tampers with your normal bodily function yeah. can be a bit like, hmm, and mm. you do have to do your research. But for me, it was absolutely fine. Yeah. I'm not going to lie there. I still got the symptoms of a period. Even, Did you? Even though I don't mind bloated. that. I don't mind that. Yeah. <laughs> as long as it just doesn't come right. So yeah. I was still bloated. I still had like minor cramps. Mm. Um, But I just didn't have a period for that week. And it was fantastic. Oh, that's some really useful information. Yeah, but man. make sure it's prescribed, right? Yeah, like yeah, you don't want to get no dodgy til- exactly, um, pills. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so I would recommend getting it yeah. over the prescription. 
yeah that's interesting so but yeah that's kind of like how it started and obviously when i came back then we looked through the different types of pads mm. and my mom never actually spoke to me about tampons you know really? i just kind of found out about them myself maybe yeah. i don't know if she didn't want me to use them or she wanted me to have the most comfortable ones yeah, at that some age people can be a bit apprehensive about tampons yeah. but you know some young girls actually start using tampons straight off from, yeah because like so i've heard that people that do like dancing and mm. ballet and all these kind of really like all, all these kind of i guess extracurricular activities that require you to like maybe swimmers as well mm. that require you to kind of use your body like maybe all very regularly and kind mm. of be flexible enough to to you know yeah. use your your muscles and body and all of that apparently they use tampons so some That's people use enough, tampons yeah. very, even like when they were virgins Mm. yeah because you know how people say oh you should yeah i mean if you're not i don't really believe in that to be honest i think you can use tampons at any time yeah i probably wouldn't have used it when i was that age Yeah, just at the beginning but once you get older like yeah it's comfortable isn't it so as long as you put them in properly because i've had Mm. situations where i have not put them in properly and it's just so uncomfortable get the always ones oh those are the I don't get one those. of the best ones for okay. me, I guess. Yeah. Do they have an applicator? Yeah, of course. Oh, fab. There was one I w- that I was using that did not have an I don't know what I was thinking. Well, that, didn't have an applicator, so I used to stick it in and it was so uncomfortable. <laughs> I don't know how no, I need to have the applicator because. Um, <laughs> All right, cool. <laughs> so, what's been like one of your most embarrassing period? period? Oh my gosh. So, All of us I, I can say this now because I'm grown, <laughs> you know, and yeah. I've gotten over that embarrassing moment, mm-hmm. but definitely in school. And it was around a time where I couldn't figure out when my period was about to come because oh I didn't yeah. have that many symptoms. Even mm-hmm. now, I don't really have yeah. my symptoms aren't that bad. So, this was in <laughs> this was in science class, and, <laughs> and science? this was in that science. And you know those happening. like high chairs that you sit on, yes. the lab, lab chairs. So I was sitting on that, and I felt it. I knew it was coming. It was coming, right? So I asked my teacher if I could go to the toilet, and he was like, "Oh no, wait until after you finish your test." Okay, and I didn't really want to say anything either. Of course, it's a guy, and you're that young. Yeah. How do you even begin to have that conversation? I knew that as soon as I get up, there might be a a mark on my my trousers, on my um skirt. Yeah. So, but luckily, one of my friends, like I was working with her, and she was sitting next to me. So once we finish, once the class is finished, I asked. I was like, okay, I'm gonna stand up now, (laughs) and I want you to look behind me and tell me if there's a if there's a mark and I did that and there was so I had to take off I think I took off like my blazer and I had to just tie it around my waist yeah and then ask reception for a change of because I mean what was really good was that my school they had like spare skirts and everything um yeah I just asked them they knew what was up they gave me a pad as well so you could even go there and ask for pads and they would give it to you so it didn't end up that bad, but in the moment I was so embarrassed and I kept thinking, oh my gosh, uh, is anyone going to notice yeah. and everything? But yeah, yeah, that was like my most embarrassing ones. And then after that, I kind of just, yeah, I don't think I ha- really had any other ones. After yeah. that, I kind of got lucky because they either came like around nighttime or early in the morning. So yeah. I had time to figure it out. Most of mine come at that time as well. Thank yeah. Goodness. And when I usually start my periods on a monthly basis, it's quite light. So yeah. even if it was to come and I'm out, it wouldn't have like leaked. Mm. But there was this one time, oh my gosh, so whew. 
So this was actually recent. So I was going for an interview last year and I was just in Canary Wharf and I was wearing a white and black dress and didn't have any inclination that my period was coming. I felt pretty normal, didn't actually feel a thing. So then I was just prepping, looking over my notes, got in a coffee shop, about to head over to the interview, got up and someone tapped me. And at first, I just thought, you know, at, at first, when someone random taps me, yeah. I just automatically think, are they going to ask me for money? What okay. are they going to say? Yeah. So she tapped me and I kind of gave her a look like, what? Like, what do you want? Mm. She was like, oh, um, I think you started your period. Oh, so, God. I, but thank God she was so lovely. Yeah. And she, like, gave me a sanitary towel. She said it quietly as well, so I wasn't, like, embarrassed. Yeah, that's, like, the best thing to have someone, like... I was so flustered. Exactly. I was so flustered. I was like, okay, where do I find a toilet? Let me do this now. And there was literally a dot, like, on the back of my dress. Oh, Mm. goodness. And this was so recent. Yeah. So... Girls, please carry. Do you know what? Yeah, and it's carry normal. something. It is normal. It happens even when you're wearing pads. I mean, yeah. like you, you still get leakage. You still get. You know, there was so. this. Oh my gosh, there was this lady on the train, on the underground tube. So mm. it's not even like you can get anywhere quickly. She it was during summer. She was wearing a dress and no, just maybe underwear and no tights. There was blood trickling all down what? her leg. And she did not. Over. No, she knew. But and she was so embarrassed. Oh, I don't think bless. she knew what to do. She oh. was just standing. There was blood trickling all down. And I was just like, oh my God, how can I help this woman? But I didn't have anything. And you're underground. So a toilet isn't really near. Oh, it was, no. oh my gosh, this I felt so embarrassed for her. She That's was so flustered. You're underground as well. So who are you going to call? Yeah. Who, you just have to hope that someone maybe has, it was just, oh. So See, we, we go through a lot, man. Do. I mean, I'm As sorry. We, like, we really do. Like, guys don't have to go through this stuff where blood can just randomly come anywhere, any moment. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. it. I felt so bad for her. Mm. And it can happen to anyone. It can um, literally anyone at any time. Mm. And it's like, you can be prepared. Like, always have something in your purse or something. Or and it could still leak. <laughs> it could still leak. So it's just about, like, managing that. And yeah. I think for me, <laughs> when I'm on, like, a heavy, heavy, heavy period... You know, there's different types of pads. We all yeah, know that. Yeah, of I, I tend to get the, the granny ones. Yeah. <laughs> I those you know, there's thick ones, the one pound eighty five yeah, ones. Mate, the thick one. They're basically like pampers, like diapers. Yeah. Literally. No, they literally have about the same thickness as a diaper. And it's the best. Baby. It is. It's the best. It is. You know, when you wear that, you are not leaking. <laughs> Trust me. Just make sure you wear like jeans or something. Yeah, really yeah, thick. Some, yeah. Because if you try a red dress, they'll just see that and it'll look weird. So yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. So there's so many. Yeah, there's so many. That that's probably one of my most recent embarrassing period moments. Mm. Uh, and it's a bit slightly off topic, but still on the same topic. Mm. Would you get your man, like your husband or your boyfriend, to get you tampons pads? Yeah. Because, you know, some people, they do have a problem with that. They're like, Why? oh, no, I don't really want him to deal with that kind of stuff. But I'm like, what? What? that is, is that's, that's human nature. Like, what? Human nature. That's part of, like, who you are. It so is why so, not? Periods and, are the most normal thing ever to happen to a female. It's so normal. Yeah. It is our body. It is how our body functions. It's how we're able to give birth. Yeah. Like, it's and I so think normal. If he does have a problem with it, that just shows how immature that person is that totally. is not a man that is a boy you know <laughs> totally. so there should not be any issue in fact he should offer if you see that i'm in pain and i've started my period yeah. you should be like babe do you want me to go to the shop and get <laughs> <laughs> exactly do you get period pains 
once in a while yeah i do so i didn't used to but yeah same here yeah it's, recently, it's come now and i'm like come, and i'm just like why is this what i'm gonna have to go through for the next 20 30 years of my <laughs> and life and it's not like i don't know how yours are but it's like that pulling pain yes oh where it's gosh. like you can't you can't even talk you just have to like <laughs> when you're like having a conversation with someone you literally have to pause to yeah. let that i don't maybe it's that contractions i mean i've never been pregnant before but Maybe like the mini version of contractions. Yeah. So how it feels for me, it's like, it's just like a dull pain that's just there. Mm. And then at times I do get that pulling pain where it, it's like a really bad cramp and I'm just like, oh my gosh. Mm. And then there's this other, I saw even someone tweet this and then, you know, when sometimes you feel like you're the only one that goes through something, mm. I saw someone else tweet it and I was like, oh my gosh, I can relate. Mm. So it's like a shooting pain in your bum. Mm. It's, it's a very very weird. it's like you're using the toilet and then there's like a shoot like a pulling sharp pain in your backside really it only happens when i'm on my period oh my gosh yeah. it's, it's crazy. painful it's crazy this is what we go through yeah i suppose everyone like like some people they have like massive boobs like my boobs hurt really <laughs> see man they girl. hurt so much right it's like to the point where I can't decide, should I wear a bra, should I not? If I don't wear a bra, there's nothing to carry it. Yeah, if I do yeah. wear a bra, there's too much pressure. Grow? Yes. Because I know some people, they do. their periods, their boobs get bigger. Mine don't. They do. And it's so painful, so uncomfortable. Really? So like, it's just like, why, why? Mm-hmm. Why now? <laughs> Speaking of boobs actually and breasts, mm-hmm. <laughs> when did you start growing boobs? Do you know what? I think... <laughs> like, when end, did you realise? End of... Oh, end, of end of year six. And do you know what's funny is, like, when I was, like, in year... Maybe year four? I don't know how old I was back then. I can't mm, do the math. Year four? Oh, I can't. Oh, maybe, no. like, eight, eight, eight seven, nine? Eight. I don't know. Year four? Like no, year four. Year eight. Yeah. Seven or eight years old, right? Okay. And I remember that time, like, I... I don't know. Like, I always wanted to have boobs. Mm. Like, you know, I'd see like my, my Barbie dolls, they, they have boobs. <laughs> and I'll ask my mom, like, oh, can you buy me a bra? My mom would be like, ah, there's nothing there. Why do you need a bra? <laughs> there's nothing there. <laughs> Wait until, you, you know, you grow some breasts. Ahead, then I'll, we'll go shopping, you know? See, so uh, females always trying to grow up before their time. Okay. <laughs> and then when my mom would get me, like, you know, the, it's not really a bra, but like those. Oh, like, like a... Um, what do you call it? Like vest, but the... Oh, is it like a sports bra? Kind of like a sports bra, yeah. That's like a good, like, yeah, like a sports, sports bra. Okay. I was so happy. I was like, no, mom, that's not enough. I want the padded ones, yeah. you know? <laughs> but, um, yeah, just when I got to year seven, I think, I think everything happened in year seven. That's when fully came mm. out and I was like, okay, I need a bra for this. But, yeah, that's kind of when I started growing. I was never really big mm. and I think it only became big when I started I think when I was about like 18 upwards that's okay. when it started growing really big yeah not really big like it's not like I have massive boobs now but you know just yeah, uh just, yeah 36 34 like around that sort of size mm. so yeah I think that's kind of when I started okay. what about you so I started growing boobs really early mm-hmm. like maybe year five and I just was, I was always so embarrassed because my boobs were always bigger than everyone else's and I didn't like it. You didn't? I just... I you don't appreciate felt, it when you... Well, listen, cause I don't know. Obviously you, now, mm, I, you know, I like it, whatever. Yeah. You actually, mm, sometimes... I was going to say, small. you know what? You, I feel like us when we go through a period, some of us, mm. where when you're young, 
when you're young, young, you really want boobs. Yeah. Then you get to the stage where you have boobs, you're like, oh no, this is too much. This is yeah, too yeah, much. Yeah. And then now yeah. I'm like, sometimes I like it, other times I don't because I have such a small stature mm-hmm. and I'm a G cup. So mm. yeah, I'm a G. Okay. <laughs> so sometimes it's just like I can buy like a really nice dress that fits my body so perfectly, mm. but it won't fit my busts. Yeah, and that's, that's annoying. annoying thing with having like boobs that are kind of bigger than your physique, than your stature. Mm. But anyway, yes, yeah, so I started growing it like year five, year six, and it was just so big, and I just thought. Why? Why? Well, what about so your friends big? though? Like, were they? No, they weren't really growing. Like, mine was significantly yeah. bigger than everyone else's. Mm. And then, but the really good thing is that my mom was really, really good with bras. Like, as soon as they started growing, we went to MS, got mm. measured. And I think that's why, like, now I have, like, my boobs are in quite a good shape because. You got the right bra, yeah. yeah. I got the right bra from young. And I've always been very. And um, that's always been quite important for me to know my bra size and get measured regularly and stuff. So I do recommend any of our younger listeners that don't know their size or even any of our... Because some people that don't actually know their bra size. Mm. They just look. I, I went through a period where I didn't know. Yeah. Sometimes <laughs> you... And I really do recommend you actually get measured and get good bras that will And it's free, isn't it? Marks yeah. Expenses, M&S, right? yeah. M&S do free, free. free checks and then they, they get you bras. You try on loads until you find your perfect match. Um. Yeah, I really recommend that. But yeah, so oh, mine were just so much bigger than everyone yeah. else's. And then they grew, 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 grew until like uni. And then in uni, and then in fact, they grew till maybe secondary school, then they stopped. Then when I got to uni, they grew again. Do you know, I think the same thing happened yeah, to me, mate. They grew again. The same like when I was thing, like 18, yeah. 19, 20, mm-hmm. They grew again, and I'm just hoping they don't grow it anymore. Because <laughs> I've actually well, they say, you know, when... Really? But I'm not going to because it's going to affect my chances of being able to breastfeed. Mm. And I think that's such an important thing that I want to have with my yeah. child, children. So I'm not going to get a reduction. Yeah. But I was considering it, guys. I mean, I mean the struggle's yeah. real. We're struggle is so real, yeah. To suit your physique and nothing fits because you have busts that are just so much bigger than everything else. Mm. Do you know? But that's how I made. Let me embrace it, and I'm embracing yes, it. Just embrace it. Mm-hmm. I mean, you see women with different sizes, and Mates. you see how they're rocking it. And yeah. You're like, "Oh, I'm complaining. Look at them." <laughs> yeah, you know. But then, what do you say though to those women who have like genuine back problems because yeah, of their you, boobs? If you now get some girls do, yeah, like, a lot of us actually do. And I do understand like people who do get breast reductions who do it because of their physical like health. Then I yeah I do get it and I see why they'd want to reduce it. I mean nobody wants to be in pain for that long and I don't think they should be judged for it. At the end of the day, it's their body. They need to do what makes them feel comfortable. Yeah. So yeah, especially if there's a health risk attached to it. Yeah, no one wants to be going through back pains at such a young age. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So what about like sweating and body odor? Oh my god. I think. Do you know what this is? This is this is the thing that most people not even just. I don't even know if it's just women, but I think everyone in general, they don't really talk about that. And I think we do go through a period of like body odor, sweating, and even now sometimes, mm-hmm. you know, if you don't really take care of yourself properly, mm-hmm. you never know. Like, yeah. So, oh my gosh, I don't really sweat as bad now, but it was, which period was it? I think it was secondary school and college. Mm. Oh my days. I used to have the worst sweat patches. Mm. on my armpits like the worst is that like after doing activity or no, is that when it's it wouldn't just in general even be, i wouldn't even need to do any stressful activity or anything that required me to move quickly for me to swear mm-hmm. it could just be that maybe i'm just flustered and then i found that the more i think about 
me sweating. I sweat even more. Mm. And then the type of stuff I used to wear, um, obviously I was younger then, so I didn't really wear what suited me. So I would wear like bright colours. You know, do you remember oh. those Primark tops, the old colourful long sleeve cotton? Yes. Remember those? <laughs> Everyone used to wear them. That's what and I would colour wear. coordinate. Colour coordinate. Yeah. You'd wear the laces on your hair. Everything <laughs> would just be matching, yeah? <laughs> so I used to wear those tops. And um, obviously because they're bright and they're cotton and they're tight, mm the sweat patches were so visible. So then I would see a sweat patch, I would get a bit panicked that I'm, that there's, I'm sweating and then I'll sweat even more oh, because okay. of that. So, oh my gosh, yeah. I used to have the worst sweat patches and it was so embarrassing. Yeah. I used to feel really, really embarrassed about um, it. Did you do... Do you do anything to kind of get rid of them, or so was it just something that kind of? It, I never really you? got rid of them. I could, mm. I would, because you would. know what I've heard. I mean, I'm sure there might be other ways, but I mean, there's um deodorants yeah, that I could trap deodorant. trap heat. Um, not trap heat. Sorry, trap sweat. Mm. I mean, uh, but that never really worked well That's for me. Thing. But then I saw something else. I don't know if it was from Kim Kardashian. I don't know who who I saw it from. But you know when you get like the smaller pads oh, the, the wingless the wingless ones oh. and you put it underneath actually i tried that i tried putting tissue in my armpits oh okay and that worked to an extent because the tissue soaked up mm-hmm. the sweat but then i would still be sweating so it would just be a bit of a mess yeah <laughs> it was just like, okay now i have tissue under me now i'm not comfortable so because i'm not comfortable i'm even getting a bit more flustered and mm. then i just sweat more and then it starts to smell up oh, let's talk about the smelling aspect Jesus. oh my gosh do you know what yes so for me, oh I did go through a period where I smelt mm. like the body odor, and it was, you know, I, I'd have a shower. It's not like I wasn't clean or anything, but it, I don't know. I think there's just something about the body where it, it needs that some that extra protection or attention. Where if you don't do that, you will smell, even if you're not running up and down. Yeah. And luckily, my mum, you know, she was very real with me. She was like, Jennifer, you are smelling. Mm, I can't let though. you go out like that. <laughs> no, no, no. This weekend, we'll go to the GP and all that kind of stuff. And then they recommended me this um, uh, roll-on thing. Okay. I can't remember what it's called, um, called, but it's like a it's a white bottle with like a blue sticker on it. And oh. They do sell it now. And I'll put it on every evening for like a week and the smell was gone wow. so i needed to do like like maybe once a month or something mm. just to get do you know my... what that's cool just in case there's anyone listening who maybe I, still goes do you know through, what i like, don't actually know what it's odor. called but when i'll definitely maybe link it or something okay, like yeah. that but i think it back then it needed to be prescribed i don't know if it needs to be prescribed now okay. i need to double check that but um yeah, so I, I used that and that helped. Like mm. the smell just went straight away. And I think even now, sometimes when I get um, deodorants or roll-ons, they don't work for me. Mm. They just don't, they're not compatible with my body. So I have to go back to that and use it. And then there's no smell. So yeah, I think it's really it's, important to find what works for you. Yeah. Like for me, so all these 48-hour deodorants, 48 this, that, it doesn't really work. I find mm. that deodorants are deodorants. They can say, yes, 48 hours, no this, no that. A deodorant is a deodorant, in my opinion. Mm. So what I've realised, so now my sweat patches are a lot. I think it just came with growth, though, because mm. now I don't really sweat that much. But what I have realised in that in, is that in certain, when I wear certain materials mm. and certain tops, I sweat more. So, like, I have this one particular top from River Island, and it has, it's like, it's normal, like, it's not really cotton. It's the other one that's like, not cotton, polyester, 
Pull a phone, I don't know. I don't know. But anyway, I'm going to do P. Every time I wear it, I swear. Okay. And, and I can see, like, a, like the, sweat the, patch, the sweat yeah. patches. So, but I really like that top and I wear it to work. So what I do is that every time I wear that, I just, I'm just more conscious. Mm-hmm. So I'll go to the toilet more, mm-hmm. um, to the bathroom more, use some deodorant and just kind of manage it that way. Yeah. So I think it's just about being really aware of, of your, your body, body. And what works for what you works, as well. What doesn't work, what triggers off your sweats mm-hmm. and what doesn't. Like, I know, I have a friend that she sweats quite a lot. So she just tends to wear black, darker colours. Mm. Because obviously, when you wear black, your sweat is not visible. Mm. No, your sweat patches. So, and also like works for you. Yeah, yeah. do your research as well. Go mm-hmm. to your GP and say, don't be embarrassed to be like, you know, I'm sweating a lot or... I've noticed that I have an odour. Let them know so that they can give you the correct help. Yeah. Because once you do get what works for you, trust me, like, it's just going to be a breeze. Like, yeah. right now, I know exactly what works. I make sure I stock up on mm-hmm. <laughs> the certain deodorants mm. and make sure it's always there, just yeah. in case I have that off moment. You know, which we all do. We, we all, all have that off moment. We all, we're all female. Our bodies, you know... They go through so time. much, yeah. All the time. Sometimes as a result of stress, you could sweat more. Mm-hmm. You know, out of nervousness, you could sweat more. So just really kind of understand your triggers. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the research piece that you said, Jen, is really do important. Your, do your research and I'll try, like, link what I use at mm. the bottom as well just to help anyone else out but do make sure you check that with your GP just in case. Yeah, you're if, allergic it, if it is a matter of concern, yeah. yeah. But yeah, so what about like acne spots? Mm. Did you have to like face any of struggles regarding that? So do you know the funny thing of acne is that I was always told that you go, you have acne in puberty, like when you're younger, maybe secondary school and that's it. Mm -hmm. But no. So I had acne in like year nine, a really, really bad spots on my forehead. Mm -hmm. And then recently, I think I spoke about it in one of our episodes actually, in the Let's Talk About Insecurities episode. So if you haven't listened to that... Make sure you check it out. Check it out, because I really just open up about the kind of stuff that I still struggle with in terms of being insecure and kind of how I'm overcoming that every day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I noticed that earlier this year, I was just getting loads of spots on my head, but on my forehead, but it wasn't necessarily what I was eating mm-hmm. because I would eat clean, but I still get the spots. So I went to the GP and they said it's hormonal acne and it's just yeah. because of my hormones. And my mum said that she had the exact same thing Mm -hmm. and it only really stopped when she gave birth. Mm -hmm. So I think just understanding that our bodies are so different is so key. Yeah. It's so key. I tried the whole lemon thing. I tried this and that, but nothing really worked. And even now I use something that I was prescribed What's it called? Begins with Z. I'm never going to try and say the name because it's really long. Yeah. <laughs> complicated. Maybe just like link it down below. Like, yeah, I'll stuff link that it. Yeah, use. exactly. So I'll link it. So, I mean, that works. But what I've realised is that it really dries out my skin. So I have to just moisturise a lot more. Mm-hmm. Um, but having acne, having spots is nothing to be embarrassed about. No, not you at all, it. yeah. Adults get acne. There's so many, like, it happens to everyone. Some people are just blessed with, like, really, really good skin. Mm-hmm. And some aren't. And that's okay. Yeah. I used to be, like, embarrassed, self-conscious. But I've just accepted that this is actually my skin. And me being self-conscious about it is not going to make the spots go away. Yeah. Me being insecure and ashamed is not going to make it go away. In fact, it's going to bring more tension to it. Exactly, So I've just yeah. kind of accepted that my skin is not perfect and that's okay. Mm-hmm. I'll embrace it like that. Yeah. I think, like, even for me, I don't really... I don't think I've ever had acne before. Yeah, your skin looks really good. Um, It looks good good now, but Mm. there was a point where it... 
the same like you like on my forehead mm. went to the gp and they said it was a hormone hormonal oh, as well no. and um, maybe to do with like my period as well so when i do get my period just before i do tend to get more spots and everything People so say that. those are People one of the symptoms yeah. that i just have to deal with because it's part of it's what my body goes through i think there's definitely different things that you can do like drinking a lot of water yeah and maybe using certain creams. So it's just about managing that as best as possible. No, I don't ha- always have the most perfect skin, but I'm okay with that. Yeah. You know, as long as I'm able to manage it to my best ability. Exactly. Um, exactly. So like yeah. for me, how I, I guess, manage it is, so I use what they give me. I moisturize a lot so that my skin doesn't look dry and scaly. Mm. Um, and then I wear makeup very sparingly. Mm. So like tonight I'm going out. Yeah. So I'll wear makeup tonight and then I'll wear makeup tomorrow and then during the week I don't wear anything because I just feel like let my skin breathe yeah (laughs) and that's another thing like even the type of makeup you're using the brushes you're using do you wear your makeup to bed if you do that then of course you're gonna get spots the next day so there's certain things like in our lifestyle where we need to just look at it and be like okay this is why I'm getting all these spots also so everyone must have heard of this hidden gem Mm -hmm. change your pillowcase yes Yes. Change your pillow. You know, yeah. So obviously, naturally, throughout the day, we we touch different things. We touch our face. We do this and different bacteria and all of that oils and dirty stuff is on our face. So you have to think about it. Every time you sleep, that dirt is being transferred to your pillow. And the mm-hmm. more you put your face on that same dirt, of course, the dirt is just going to stick to your face. So you're going to develop spots. Yeah. You're going to develop impurities because you're not changing your pillowcase. Mm. So it sounds so basic, but I really recommend changing your pillowcase like weekly. Mm. Yeah, weekly. I would say weekly. <laughs> I don't even change it weekly. <laughs> I may not change my quilts and everything yeah, else. But at least pillowcase. The pillowcase yeah. I change weekly that's now. A, that's or I just swap the side. Because it just helps. It yeah. helps. No, I do get that. And yeah. even during, during the night you could sweat as well mm. and that sweat is again on your that's actually a really and, good point yeah. yeah so ladies make sure you change your pillowcase and gents if and gents listening. as well yeah it's for everyone really Have isn't you it gents are proper trying to get into this whole skincare thing now I and am I loving like, it okay alright so I'm gents are starting to take yes. care of the skin we like to see it everyone should and should. I, I, what I really like as well is you know those who ask us women for opinions yeah. and just ways on how to make their skin feel fresh so yeah why not we're all about sharing our (laughs) secrets and everything um this one is perhaps one that women go through the most i suppose not really go through the most but there's a lot of talk about that body hair um there's a question do you shave all over or are there just certain parts and how do you even manage that? So I, I wouldn't say I'm that hairy, mm-hmm. but I do wax my upper lip mm-hmm. because yeah, I grow very, very faint hair there, which isn't necessarily noticeable to the eye. But whenever I wear um, makeup, it kind of brings it out more. Mm-hmm. So I, I wax there maybe like a couple of times a year, not a lot. Mm-hmm. But I tend to shave my armpits, my legs, especially mm-hmm. when I know I'm going to wear like a dress or yeah. something. But do you know, yeah, I'm actually becoming more comfortable with having a bit of hair on my legs. Mm. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. I have like, a friend who does not shave her legs really? at all. Is, is her hair visible? Yes, yeah, visible. She's really? like, oh, F this, you know, I'm going to do what I want to do sort <laughs> yeah, of thing. She's yeah, really that. like pro, like confidence and mm-hmm. like... So mm-hmm. like for me, I've recently just become comfortable, not even recently, I've, I've always kind of been comfortable with just having a bit of hair. Like if... Mm-hmm my 
the um, hair on my legs isn't like clean shaven mm-hmm. it's not a big deal like it's not the be or end all mm-hmm. type thing so but yeah I, obviously I do like shave my armpits because I don't like having hair there and mm-hmm. then that can um, affect, that can also like affect, affect your sweat yeah, yeah and odour as well so that's yeah. another thing and, but you know I've started to realise I get like a bit of hair on my chin well, just chin a hair, very, yeah. very tiny bit so I just tweeze that yeah but yeah a lot like it can be very embarrassing for females to get hair on their face it's natural yeah there's so it many women who natural. get chin hair yeah, yeah. It's, it's very very natural yeah um do you like do you grow do you i've, I've never had embarrassing places i've never <laughs> had i see that's the thing i'm not even that hairy myself mm. i've never had chin hair or even like upper lip hair mm. as much so i just do the basics like my legs my my armpits my legs i do really only want if i know i'm gonna wear a dress if it's gonna be exposed then i'll do that if not then and now that it's there's no need yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah those are the two main areas and then sometimes you know if you're going on holiday you know you kind of need to trim and like just maybe go go waxing have you had a body wax before like a full body wax yeah like no i've been yeah i've had a vagina wax um it stung but it wasn't that painful. Was where, it like a full vagina? Was it like the yeah, whole thing? Yeah, I got the full one, you know. <laughs> Me and my friend were like, listen, if we're going to do this, it was our first time, if we're going to do this, let's do it properly. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know how you did it. So did I, the full one, yeah. I did a bikini wax when okay. I went to Marbella with my girlfriends. It killed. I said, I'm not going to do this again. I'll just use hair removal cream, you know. Really? Like it's not, I couldn't believe it. It was really, really painful. <laughs> Maybe it depends say, on where maybe you go. You get but... used to it. You know, you get used to the pain, but I, mm-hmm. I just don't. It was it. very painful, but it wasn't like to the point where I'd never do it again. And plus, the lady I had, she was very talkative and oh, like so she, you know, she you. yeah, she did, and she was wow. really nice and everything. Well, I might try um, it again. Yeah, maybe. definitely do. And maybe I don't know. Do they have like numbing? I don't know. Actually, I, I was okay. gonna say numbing cream. I don't think they yeah, do. Would no, they? You kind of just have to firm the pain, okay? Literally, so, literally, just like when you're doing your eyebrows and stuff, you just firm that pain. Just firm, yeah. Even I, I didn't even speak about eyebrows. I haven't done my eyebrows in over a year. What? I have not. They are not even bad. Well, I, well, Charlotte. First of all, I barely have any eyebrows. Okay, so there's, <laughs> there's, there's barely any hair to take off. So mm, yeah, I kind of just I use my concealer and just shape. My eyebrows, mm. I don't really have any, but I do maybe in the future want to do like microblading. Okay, and is that when they use a blade and it creates like permanent hairs? Yeah, something like is it that? Is um, it like a... I don't know, I think I need to do more research, something like that. Well, it's, the whole point is to create more like hairs on your oh. on your eyebrows that look more natural and they're so to your like shape, tattoo, like tattoo, but not as harsh as a tap. Yeah, I Maybe? think that's a separate one. But those okay. are those are the two I'll I'll be looking at because like you know I want to wake up and have like my eyebrows on fleek, yeah, you know, sort of thing. So yeah, anyways, that's for the future. <laughs> but I think yeah, we've kind of spoken a lot about like body issues. Obviously, there's so many other issues that we haven't covered, mm-hmm. and like hairy arms. Yeah, hairy <laughs> arms, and yeah, there's just there's so much out there that mm. we go through. And but all in all. Yeah, like don't be embarrassed about mm-hmm. what goes on with your body. It is totally normal, mm-hmm. like totally normal. Sometimes we may have an off day. Sometimes you know our breast is just too big for our outfit, but that's our body. That's how we are. Mm-hmm. That's how God made us. Sometimes you know we are gonna sweat. We are gonna have a sweat patch. That's life. It's it's life. Like, yeah, sweating is actually healthy. 
but of course we're just it's just important to manage it mm-hmm. but sweating is a very very healthy normal bodily mm-hmm. function yeah and i suppose like the whole point of us like talking about things like this is to let you know if you don't know already that whenever you're going through an embarrassing moment just know there's about a million other people who are going through the same thing so just don't feel like you're on your own here and you have to keep it a secret if there's an issue speak up about it tell your your friend your family member or a doctor okay because doctors they are trained to like deal with stuff like yeah like sometimes we feel like our issues are unique to us but Mm. they're really not like they are really not sometimes when I so now just explaining some of the things I've gone through Jen's like oh my gosh me too yeah and I'm sure there's like a thousand million trillion other girls that can say yes me too Mm -hmm. so yeah man don't be embarrassed ladies it happens to the best of us yeah so as you guys know on all of our episodes we shout out a woman who is doing great things in her community doing great things in her career or just doing great things in general and just being the boss that she is. Mm-hmm. And this is called our She's All That segment. So Jen, do you want to let us know who our She's All That is for this episode? Absolutely. So the person that I have chosen, I do know her personally because we worked on, um, we actually a part of her programme a couple of years ago. But she's a lovely person. She's actually a spoken word artist and she's doing amazing things right now. Like every time I see her on Instagram, on Twitter, on social, she's just doing something. She's released a book, she's performing there and she's an absolute inspiration. So her name is Sophia Thecker. And like I said before, she's a spoken word artist. Some of you guys might already know of her. I wouldn't be surprised if you did know of her because she's just so talented and great at her craft i first discovered her through youtube actually um she did a spoken word of like this guy i can't remember what his name was but it was called just a friend when i say i think that was like one of the videos that i watched that really got me thinking oh wow this spoken word thing this is actually really cool but yeah like i said she's super talented um she released a book called somebody give this heart a pen which is doing absolutely amazing right now so i would recommend for anyone who's avid book reader who's into spoken word to grab her book because it's absolutely amazing i really really want to get back into reading that's one of my goals not like i was ever into reading but Mm. (laughs) i feel like every time i start a book i stop so i think for 2020 one of my goals is to start reading yeah definitely same here i love reading and um like her book as well they're just she what's uh, without spoiling it for you obviously like the stuff that she talks about is super relatable and you could literally open up any page of her book and really be I don't know sucked into like her words like her words are so inspiring and yeah she's amazing and she's also done some TED talks as well love it yeah she is uh she's all that and she deserves this so definitely check her out on her instagram i think it's the same like sophia Thacker everywhere and check out her upcoming shows as well of course her book and celebrate this wonderful woman cool but yes so. thanks for listening guys thank you so much for listening and so be- we will oh shoot yes actually Sade, you kind of wanted to say something, didn't you? Yes, I did. And you guys might have already noticed this, and that's probably the main question that's Mm. on your mind. But yeah, we kind of just want to explain a bit 
yes. about that. I'm sure you all miss Bianca. We do too. We, and we you do. haven't heard her um, on the podcast for a couple of weeks now, a couple of months actually it's been. Yeah, it's been some months. But yeah, so she's had a couple of changes in her life at the moment. Um, so she is on a transition and starting a new journey. Yes. So she's moved from London. She's moved. Like I said, she's transitioning and kind mm. of starting a new chapter. Yeah. So she's still very much our girl. She's still very much a part of this and this vision. Mm-hmm. Um, so in the near future, she may or may not be back. But in the meantime, we will just kind of continue and keep Keep taking C up to the world. Yeah, you kind of have us to deal with now. So (laughs) now what? I'm joking. But um, yeah, we obviously we miss Bianca and we wish her nothing but the best. And hopefully you never know. We we might hear again. Mm -hmm. We'll Mm -hmm. see. But yes, we we love her and she's still very much a part of the C up fam. C up to the world. C up to the world. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But yeah. So thanks guys for listening. Um, follow us on Instagram at She's in a Pod. Follow us on Twitter. Keep sharing and yes, rate us on the podcast app. Yeah, rate us. Let us know what you think. Leave a review. And also, if you think any of your girls can relate to this, share this episode with them. We actually want to hear your embarrassing story. Mm-hmm. Like we want to hear from you. Yeah. 